Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe you are here for a reason and it's your job to discover it. Hi, I'm Haley and I'm here to help. I knew exactly why I was put on this earth and I believe you should too. Let's get going. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I have a brand new guest and this is my longtime, lifelong almost friend. Her name is Hannah, not to be confused with my sister Hannah, Hannah Cup. Yes, so yes, welcome. Hi. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we're excited to have you. Yes. So my family, I was born in Mississippi, and my family moved back to, or moved back to Missouri, and we moved to Carthage when I was three. And we met a little family yep. called the Currys, a little, little, tiny family. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're all little. And you guys were Hannah, Hillary, and Haley. Yeah. And we were Zach, Hannah, and Haley. Yes. And we've been friends ever since. We have. So all yeah. of us have grown up and raised our kids together and... Yeah, gone to school together. Gone to church together. Gone to church so together. We yeah. are lots of in life. it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> lots of life. You're right. Um, and you guys, your guys' friendship has just meant so much to me throughout the years. And I knew when I started the podcast that I wanted to have you guys, you on, and I'm sure I'll have others on yeah. just to... I just think there's such power in friendship. For sure. And community. And yeah. our moms are good friends. And I yeah. think the multi-generational friendships are just really powerful. They are, yeah. Very and they're deep. hard. It, yeah, they Because can be you have to have the test power. of time. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, working through issues and growing. Yeah. Because yeah. you change. Yeah, everyone changes. You have to give everyone the freedom to change sure. and to make different choices than, you know. I mean, yeah. just like my family, I talk about a lot on here with marriages yeah. and stuff. Is like long-lasting relationships take freedom from one another to say, okay, you are... You were this and now you're that mm-hmm. or, you know, we, our friendship was this and now it's that. And, yeah. it, you know, we have to keep choosing each other and for sure believing the best. Yeah. Like you said, allowing us Giving to grow. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> allowing the friendship to grow and look different. Yeah. Because we're different ages. You and my sister, yeah. Haley, it was Haley and Haley that were friends yes. and I'm three years older than yeah. you. The power now, duo, oh, Haley and Haley. Yes. Oh, very scary. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all of that has changed where we're all, it's not your Haley's friend. Yeah. We're all friends. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. been awesome to see. Yes. Yeah, it is. I very much cherish it. And I asked you a few weeks ago to be on the podcast because you just so have that mentality of just digging in and I always relate to you of like you're not one to just um kind of settle for no nope, nope. like you're more of a fighter yes <laughs> yes I've always been a fighter but I connect to that I'm a definitely a digging in especially when it comes to my relationship with God like I'm yeah. not gonna just just accept something yes. if it doesn't make sense to me I'm no, gonna keep sure. going and saying hey I'm not accepting this. Yes, I'm not fine with this. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to stay here. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. definitely challenging it. Yes. So I know you have many aspects of your story that are very powerful, and I can't wait to dive into, you know, different aspects of that. But today I wanted to kind of talk about some of your transitions and your journey of you and your husband have been through, and you guys started off with a very powerful story in general. We did, yes. Very fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. We, as you've said on this multiple times, 
our com- community of friends, all of you guys got married very young or met your person you were going to marry in high school. That was not the case for me. Uh, I didn't date at all through high school. I think my senior year, I dated a guy for about a month. Knew it wasn't the one I was one that was not going to settle. I didn't want to date to just date. Um, I wanted to save that and just have a relationship one time. Um, all of you guys got married. And like I said, we had some that were a year older than, younger than me, down to three years younger than me, down to four years. Like people were getting married and it just got harder. But I dug Harder in. Harder being the bridesmaid. Uh, yes, I was in lots of weddings. Table. Yes, <laughs> lots of bridesmaid. A lot of the time I was the bridesmaid, guest book person, helping out and happy to do that. I wanted to always have the uh, joy for them. But and you were always really good about that, but it doesn't There change. was like the side of at home crying, working through, I want to be okay, but I want this and I don't have it. And really, like you said, digging in, I wasn't going to just settle for being just okay. I wanted to be great. And I really feel like I got to that place about two years before I met Blake that I was just good. Mm -hmm. You guys would have groups where it was couples. I came along without anybody because I I wasn't going to miss out because I wasn't married Mm -hmm. or dating. Um, I met Blake. We were both in ultrasound school in 2008. We actually didn't start dating till 2009 because I didn't want to date him and then end up having to break up with him. Yeah, insane. You're <laughs> and right then there. I'm yeah. with, yeah, we right. are in the same clinicals, all of that. But once we started dating in two, January 2009, we were engaged in June 2009, married in September 2010. And it was a whirlwind. This is the most amazing guy. This is it. It was everything above and beyond anything I had ever thought it would be. Hope it would be, um, we were married for a year and a half before we decided to get, try to get pregnant. We were pregnant very quick. I did end up on bed rest. We had some issues with the pregnancy. It was a difficult delivery, but once Beckham was here, it was amazing. Um, kind of a, it was real easy at first. And then we had our two week doctor's checkup. I still remember them saying something had come back off in his PKU testing. So they were going to send us over. They thought it was wrong uh, because he had a traumatic delivery that can cause numbers to go high and stuff. So we went and did that. Um, we found out, I want to say a week later, that it was still very high and he most likely had cystic fibrosis, which you normally have a family history of. It's a genetic disorder. So we didn't have any of that. So they still thought, well, maybe it's wrong. But they sent us to Children's Mercy. We called them. And I remember the lady telling us she was about 100% sure based on his numbers he had it. So we got to do that journey of going up to Children's Mercy, actually having genetic blood work testing done on him. Um, He had a sweat test. And it was going to take... And he's how old at this point? He was... When we first found out two weeks old, till this time, he was four weeks old when we went up to Children's Mercy. And so had little, first tiny first, like, little tiny baby in your first child, and L- you're going yes. through all of this. Yes. And um, we did let like all of you guys in the yeah. arcs. We didn't put it way out there, but we put it in because it was pretty much if, uh, getting the call for the diagnosis pretty much knocked Blake and I both completely 
down, probably crack. We both are lifelong Christians, believing in God, all that, but it knocked it down, probably even cracked the foundation of what you had built. Um, just anybody that's had a diagnosis of your kid that does something that you just don't expect. Um, sorry. <laughs> So this looks like, so when you went to Children's Mercy, mm-hmm. they said we're most positive mm-hmm. he has this. And then did you have to go home and wait or were they able to tell you that day? No, we had, well, they sent us home with medication. He was going to have to start taking medication every time he ate, which I breastfed. So that was, we had to learn how to put it, you know, you have, babies aren't supposed to have anything but bottles, breast milk. He was getting applesauce in a spoon with these little granules put in. That he was having to swallow every time I tried to breastfeed and do, you know, you had Blake helping us because none of us had to break these capsules open. So you go home doing that. We had a trip planned uh, to go to Disney with our family, my immediate family, all my my mom and dad, my sisters, their husbands, kids. So that it was going to take about two weeks for this genetic testing to come back. I think two days later we got the sweat test came back high. He had it. I still was holding on to the hope. I truly, I still believe, but I truly believed he's not going to have it. This is going to be a miracle. I serve a God that can take care of this. Like he'll, it, it's going to be one of those, we don't know why, but he doesn't have it. His right. sweat level was high, but we're good. I remember right where I was, we were, so this was two weeks later in Disney when I got the call he has cystic fibrosis and it's a double call copy of this Delta F508 is his exact diagnosis. And I think at that point, my husband and I just pretty much shut down. I mean, you just shut down. Um, we had to call our parents. I think we text you all and let you know that, or we may have had a family member text people and let everybody know that he definitely has it. And it was going to be quite the journey We were going to start going to Children's Mercy starting out every two weeks, and then it would go to every month for the first year. I know both my husband and I uh, had to work through, it was probably like a crisis of faith, most likely, of just, do I want to believe in God? Do I still believe in God? Um, Once we realized, okay, we do, do we believe that he's still good? We had to work through the whole, um, did God give this to him? We do not believe he gave it to them. I don't know. I still believe God today could heal Beckham and that he wouldn't have it. I don't know. We don't get to sometimes have those answers to the questions of the of why that didn't happen for us. I can say we have gotten to a point, Beckham lives above the diagnosis. Blake and I live above the diagnosis. There's still hard times and sometimes you have to wrestle with some things with God, but our life isn't defined by cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had to walk through a lot of hard things and like you said, like fighting. I mean, I remember being very angry with God because I felt like I'm I know we're not defined by works or whatever, but that I've followed this. I've waited faithfully for my husband and our family. I feel like this is my destiny, and I feel like you've destroyed my destiny. (laughs) Thanks a lot, God. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> Thanks for nothing. Yeah. And then even being brokenhearted because I felt like he's my father and what father would allow their child to go through that. And realizing, sadly, we live in a fallen world. And he's gone through heartbreak himself and he's right there with me and caring and allowing him to carry me through that. Where I'd say a good first nine months of Beckham's life, I didn't allow, I was fighting that and the anger that I had more faith than that mustard seed to get this diagnosis reversed and you you weren't faithful. But looking back and realizing he was so faithful because I didn't miss out on the joy of Beckham when he was an infant. I may have been dealing with a lot of hard things and our marriage may have been flipped upside down. <laughs> but neither one of Missed out on the joy of yes. marriage, but not on the joy of motherhood. And I think Blake can say the same. We had such joy in Beckham. And I can tell you that, kid, we prayed a lot for him to have abundant life, and that life shoots out of him sometimes <laughs> to the point you have to tell him to quiet down. A little too much life, A son. little, yes. We, but you can just see how faithful God was in that time and how much he redeemed out of that heartache. And Blake and I are stronger now having walked through. some, And not that we don't. There are days that... When we go up to a children's mercy appointment, we pray and get ourselves prepared. Most of our appointments are great. There are some times that I feel like Satan wants to throw in a little negative thing, and you just don't want to always, we didn't always want to be knocked back down. Like, I want to have a firm foundation, firmly built on God, but not on this pretense that as long as I'm living life great all is going to be fine yeah and we've been <clears throat> we've talked through that on my in my community about yeah. just like god's goodness of when we build with him and on his foundation it is solid yes but unfortunately so many of us have built things in our life that aren't actually his foundation we think they are because maybe they've always been with us and i think god's really good about he doesn't just want to knock everything down he's not i feel like we are very much like so driven just like hey let's just do it easy let's do it right let's do this like you know when i'm five i learned this when i'm 10 i learned this and like you build but like you know in your life you had learned so much then you yeah. got this new thing. And in some ways, like you said, it felt like it took you back to the foundation. Yeah. But you still had built things that were good. It wasn't your whole life, your whole foundation, but it truly felt like a huge part of you that had to be taken away. For sure. And built back. And it, then as you built, the cool thing about having your life like ripped down to the foundational. Mm-hmm. And if, if anyone else is listening, like maybe they haven't been through what you've been through, or at times they haven't been through what I've talked about going through. But if you have ever had one of those seasons of your life where you know like mm-hmm. you are at the core yes. of breakdown, whatever yeah. that looks for you, you know, everyone is different when it comes sure. to their life, like what is a breakdown for them. But when God, when you walk it with God and he starts giving you things back, yes, it is different than it's ever been. For sure. It I feel like never, it's more firm. Yeah. Like, it's, It's different than what you had before. And of course, you didn't want to go through it. You don't want to go through it. But it's like once you have went through it and you walk the building back with God truly and you don't settle. Like you don't just say, oh, no, I trust him and we're just going to. But it's like I am fighting for this and I'm waiting for God to give me the answers. It's really life changing because I feel like for me, the times I've went through things like that, it really does make me feel safe moving forward. 
you have those little waves that come in with circumstance where you For start sure. panicking of, are we getting the foundation ripped off again? And maybe yes. it's a new area of a foundation that you're like, oh, there actually still some area that I am not healed in or that For aren't sure. secure in this way. But God is so good in the way he walks with us mm-hmm. to not just put a shining spotlight on our whole life every day. No. But he does it through our life process. For sure, yes. But yeah. our brains don't like that. No, no. <laughs> well, you know, he's so can... faithful to when he's building it back. Like, once you've done this, you, I mean, nobody, like you said, I don't want to go through a foundation shaking season again, but I know if I will that God's going to be faithful and he will bring good. Yeah. And there's certain it. And things it will that... be worth Right. There's certain growth and some ground that Blake and I have taken that can't be Exactly. There's taken certain back things that us. you cannot you it really is safe because you know that you know that you know what is truth. And no matter what someone says to you or does yes. you or even something happens in the future, yeah. it can't be taken from you. No. And yeah. yet, like you said, it doesn't mean that there's not those moments that you have to work through where it really hits you deep and you're like, oh, Okay, sure. I am spiraling right now yes. and I've gotta find my footing again. Yeah. I think you're quicker to recognize them, or at least because you have we've the process. Got, because we've been through it, and you know, okay, I don't want to go down this path again. I need to get back here and just be completely honest with God. Like I'm not good with this. I don't want yeah to go through this again. But I'm gonna trust whatever you bring. But I need your peace. People brought in whatever. I need something to help me walk through this. Yeah, because I don't want to walk through what we've walked through before by myself yeah and what mom when years ago when mom and dad were going through several things she said you know I've been praying like that God would give me some things you know, mm-hmm. give me these certain things and he's not like giving yeah. me the things that I'm praying for you know it's like yeah. very discouraging but he's she said one thing that I've realized though and what God told me she's like she said she felt like God said I'm giving you what you need but I'm yes. not giving you what you want yes and she she said that once she realized that it just made her realize like that was so true. She he really had met them right where they were mm-hmm. and given them everything they needed to move forward and to heal. Yes. But they weren't giving but God didn't give them the very thing that no. she was praying for. And several of the things that she felt would have fixed the problem, mm-hmm. she never got. Yeah. And then it's like but I do find, and I I certainly don't know, but I've learned in my life, I'm not, I certainly don't know everything about this subject, but I have learned that there is something in those broken moments Mm -hmm. that in us, like we are screaming for the tangible fix that Mm -hmm. we know will instantly make the pain go away because the circumstance will go away. Get to, you have, but you had to choose to say, I'm going to be broken and not just shut myself down. And not take the journey too, because just because we go through hard things doesn't mean we learn about God, doesn't mean that we build a foundation. We can go through hard things and just shut down and say, hey, I'll be back in two years when this is over. Oh, and I think it was a choice I had to make because I had shut, I mean, there's a point I had shut down. I remember having a conversation with my mom and I was like, I don't want to believe anymore. It's just easier to not believe in exactly. God because what I grew up believing God he would never do this to right. somebody and I do recognize that what we went through people have gone through harder things but in that moment right like you said it gets kind of tricky when you're like oh God did he do this did he not because I can remember after um Carter and I went through a really difficult season in our mm-hmm. life 
two or three years in, I had started getting to that point where I could see a lot of good coming from it. Like, yeah. like, like, like you said, life changing where like we had been down to our foundation yeah. and life changing, but I loved so much seeing what God was giving me from this. Like it was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. And I started thanking him for the circumstance. Yeah. Um, but then it got kind of weird because I was like, wait, still some of the stuff that happened was like not okay. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. you're just like, wait, what? Is, this yeah, is getting weird. And I felt like God said to me during that time, like, Haley, I never want you to confuse my ability to redeem a, cir- a situation for causing it. For because sure. like some of the things we had journeyed were absolutely not okay. Like they yeah. weren't, you can't be like, oh, well, that's good. And I'm kind of like you. I'm not one that thinks like sickness comes from God. Yeah, I just no, don't. And if no. other people want to feel that way, that's, you know, oh, whatever. Yeah, for sure. But, but for me, yeah. I don't believe that that's God's will. I think God's will is health and healing yeah. and certainly don't understand it all. However, I just thought that was so, for me, so helpful. I don't have to give God the glory for the situation, but I absolutely give God the glory for redeeming the situation. For sure, 100%. And I think that's where, that's such the wonderful thing when you come out of it, is you can look back and see where God was faithful in redeeming it all along. And some of it, I think, giving you even... Like for us, starting out, Beckham ended up, you go from nothing to, like I said, taking enzymes... Then he had to do treatments, two treatments a day. Then we ended up with more medication. And it was, we have to do all of that. And it was a simple, uh, I believe it was mom. And at first it made us mad. <laughs> love no, you, mom. love suggestions yes, love you, from people. But some people before this didn't get to do this. Maybe it's that you get to do that. Because like there's said, been a lot of advances. There's in been CF in the last and- 10 years, tons of advances in it. Our first appointment, we were told, we were given a timeline. That has gone away. Like, there's not that. But no one wants to hear timeline on their chart. You know, oh, so you're still working absolutely. through that. And my mom's saying, you get to do some of these. And like, right. It's yeah. No. But you but work it's what through you that. Needed to and hear. You, it is what we need to hear. Because you work through some of that. And you realize, okay, I'm going to. Now we have to. We get to. And the feeling wasn't there at first, but you're obedient because I felt like that came from God, that we get to do these things and that he, obviously there's these amazing men and women in place researching all of this, but I believe God put them there and is continuing to give them wisdom on how to treat this. Right. And that whole, that word of we have to, to we get to was a huge shift. And like I said, it started out, we still didn't like to say we get to, but I think that so changed how we view it now that mindset it was a whole mindset change and that god has allowed us to have these right that we do a few little things is how we view it we do a few little things that most people don't even see right 30 minutes in the morning that we do a treatment if it's a bad if it's a season that's not good it's two so it'd be an hour and then some medication that's not hard right and my son is getting ready to be 10 it's not a big deal. He get he knows, go get your iPad or your Switch or you get to pick out a movie and you have 30 minutes, you get to do whatever you want while you're doing your treatment. Right. Taking enzymes, that's not difficult to do. That's all he's known. Right. Now that's all we've known as parents. Right. That it's not hard to do. That's a very simple thing to do where at first it was 
oh, we have to do this. This is awful. I have to remember to take these. So that whole shift in a mindset was, now it's not a big deal. We don't hardly even think about it anymore. And instead of comparing, I think comparing is not good. (laughs) Don't compare to other. No. And I had two friends that were pregnant at the same time. And it was very hard to see them have healthy kids and mine wasn't. And now... We don't think of Beckham as not healthy. He's right. a very healthy, thriving child. And we're blessed. And it's because of God he's that way. But it's just even a lot, not allowing us to think, oh, I have the sick kid. I don't right. have a sick kid. He does everything anybody else can do. There's just some extra things he does. But at least we have those yeah. to move. And that is all God helping you change your mindset so that it's not heavy. Right. It's very light. That's exactly. It's... It's not that we don't have breakdowns. Oh, for sure. And it's not that you don't have the moments of spiraling, crushing yes. heaviness. Yeah. But it's that God really does have solutions to help us out of those and build back. But we have to, number one, let ourselves spiral and f- figure out what is actually happening here yes. and not just stay in the confusion. And then number no. two, once we start making sense of what is the real fear that I'm dealing with, yes. saying, I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell someone about it yes. and I'm going to ask God to restore it and oh. to heal it. And I know. think that was a huge key for both of us as we had a very, it was small, but we had a core group of people, even just outside of our family, you, Hannah, right. Sarah, you know, we had that I was able to be real and be like, I mean, I know I've come and sat when you used to do hair and cry. Yeah. <laughs> While we're doing my hair, but just, I'm not doing it. Right. Well, but then leaving knowing I felt better because I was able to get that up and out. Right. And it didn't feel as, it wasn't shocking that, oh, Hannah said some really horrible things. I can't believe it was just, there's that grace of work through that. Let me pray for you and checking in and everybody being um, just very okay when we weren't okay. Like it was okay for us to not be okay. We had a safe place to not be okay and everybody else held us up until we could stand on our own exactly and like god had put those people there and that was i mean that still i think is amazing and we still have times that i'll have to send out a thing of hey we're not we're getting ready to hit this and we're not doing very well yeah and you guys are all very good about we're praying and then just randomly i'll get texts like how did this go Mm -hmm. are you okay Mm -hmm. and to have that group of people I keep it very small and not that I'm not obviously it's going to be out there but when I'm raw and dealing with it I need just a few people that I know has walked that journey with us and can speak in the things we need to hear to help us get back on our feet again and so that community has been that's what I mean God put that there to help get us through absolutely to the part we are now and not that we aren't gonna We still have moments. Not too long ago, Beckham's getting ready to have to find out if he's going to end up being, um, you can become diabetic with it, and we're going to have to do that test. That was a very scary, like, oh, that's already here. That felt so, 10 years felt like it would take forever, and we're right here. But working through, like, it's okay that that was scary, and that that is scary, and I can tell God it's scary, but I know that he'll walk us through, even if that's another piece of our journey. right. But he'll bring good out of it like he's brought good out of these last 10 years of it. 
Wow. It's crazy. It's been 10 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much fun. Busy with children. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on. This has yeah. been an amazing conversation, yeah. and I'm so glad to have you, and I absolutely will be having you back to have oh, more awesome. conversations. Well, I'm so. excited. Thank you for having me on. Thanks, Hannah. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wondering what does Redemption Unveiled mean? Well, it comes from Romans 8, where it says creation is waiting for the children of God to be unveiled. You see, ever since Adam and Eve made that little mistake they made, humanity has been hiding themselves from God. Actually, Jesus even tells us that many people will be surprised that he says, I do not know you. I do not know you. What if the greatest call on our life is to learn to stop hiding and to be known? And what, just what if the world is waiting on that? What if the world is waiting on you? I'm Haley, I am obsessed with this, and I'm happy to have you here. Of course, you can find me at Redemption Unveiled on all the socials, I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, bye.